Preeti Chipper. And I'm Jen Northington, and this is Tar Valen or Bust, a Wheel of Time podcast. At the moment, all Nene wanted to be hers was some food. <laughs> <laughs> relatable of, queen! <laughs> I was just going to say a moment of actual relatableness from Nene. <laughs> Amazing. We are rereading the Wheel of Time books in honor of the TV show adaptations release. We're talking about our favorite and not so favorite moments. We're digging into all things Wheel of Time. Today we're going to talk about Lord of Chaos chapters 13 through 18. I don't think we have any pre-discussion notes except for to warn you all that this is going to be interesting because we wildly disagree on this yeah, section, apparently. <laughs> I quite enjoyed this section. <laughs> oh, I called it a snooze in our Discord. Yep. And so... <laughs> Which I, I first I texted Jen to be like, oh, I'm yes. so excited to record tomorrow. <laughs> I really like the section. And then I went into the Discord to see if people were already talking about it. And I saw Jen's post and I was like oh no oh no <laughs> we're, we're gonna fight <laughs> I mean well probably won't we might who knows we might fight um <laughs> we're about to find out we're about to find out okay I also went to the wrong chapter but here we are I'm at the right <laughs> chapter now I was like what is Rand doing <laughs> that's, that's for next right time POV for next time next time um okay so we start with chapter 13 and we i said nanave earlier yeah that's okay which is fine but i know i say nine now i'm like how do i say it <laughs> nanave that's how i say it i think wait how do they say it in the show well that's what i was just trying to remember and i don't remember i think they say nanave in the show because i think i used to say nanave uh so your brain and is just like toggling back and forth yeah my me. my brain is like you don't know what you're doing that's okay i almost couldn't say tarvalin or bust in the opening because there's so much conflict about how you say tarvalin so well we say tarvalin we yeah. never we never changed no, no we, never we refuse to go with tarvalon <laughs> It's, but it's like Tarvalon. It's like it's like one word I'll switch. I can't do it. I can't do it. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of Nynaeve, uh, is working with Theodrin. Yep. Who is this kind of made me laugh a little bit. <laughs> Just starting with, well, now we know shock doesn't work. <laughs> I was like, oh buddy. <laughs> that sucks, but that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to break through her. I'm, you know what it is? I'm glad that we're finally seeing at least in a, like a, an on-page attempt to break this thing in a real way because I'm so tired of it. Yeah. I mean, I guess I see your point. For me, it's just like, oh, look, we're doing the same thing that's been happening this whole time. She's having lessons with Theodrin. They're not working. So I guess, yeah, we're seeing it now instead of just we're hearing about it. We're seeing it on the page. No, it's not working. So we still have. I know, it. but at There's least we're no getting, we're getting it. And we're getting Nynaeve saying, I'm going to pause every time I say her name. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Um, we're getting Nynaeve like acknowledging truths about herself vocally that we often only see when she's super pissed off or when she's like being really sullen. But this sort of like moment where she's like, I'm not very good at surrendering. And then having this whole break of like, except for when she is like, I really liked that beat a lot mm. as like a character moment for her. And then this moment, just a little on down the page where she's like, 
Theodren talking to Nynaeve and sort of acknowledging, like, I know you're not good at it, but this is what we, we have to do. And then he's like, why not leave it at that? She tried to sound bright, but she thought she failed. She wanted to channel whenever she pleased. Like Nynaeve has never felt her age to me, except for until this moment. I was like, you sound so young. Mm. And like, she's not old. Like she acts that way. Like she's so mature and so adult, but she's like 25. Mm. Like that to me, I was like, I've never felt so like in the way that with Rand, we're always like, you're so young. Mm -hmm. We never feel, we never say that about Nynaeve. Because she acts and presents herself as so much older. And because she's like the older sister to these group of kids, like, blah, blah, blah. But this is a moment where I was like, oh, you're very young. Like, you are extremely, like, this, like, girl who's going through this stuff. And I was like, oh, it just, like, made me really feel for her. Mm. Yeah, I did not have that response. (laughs) (laughs) I really did. I was like, that's how I felt about her through this whole thing for the most part, barring the, like, regular notes that we've come to be frustrated about yeah which of course still pop up where but not as not as aggressively I thought well we'll see um okay so you like this bit I did you know you have these moments of like they're going through this thing and like I like the visual of this woman working with Nynaeve where Every time she's like, try this and try this and try this. And every time Nynaeve gets close to being angry enough to grab it, she like pulls her back to being like calm and soothing. I don't know. Something about it. I was like, I really enjoyed getting to finally see some move, like her attempting some movement and how intensely difficult it is for her. And it made me understand the earlier frustration. Like, I almost wish we'd gotten this earlier on in the book. I was just going to say, if we had gotten this 300 pages ago I think I would be where you are but for me I'm just like still nothing is literally still nothing is happening you're just showing me nothing happening but it's good character work well I'm I can't I I like I'm I'm too annoyed I guess for that at this point like I'm like this is too little too late because again nothing is actually changing so now you're just making me live it in real time I'm I don't know I feel like you're giving me you're giving me context it made me like I think because I got this I liked what came later a lot more like it let me because there's a moment we're going to have in, in a little while where I think prior to reading the section, I would have been like, what the fuck? Like, mm. what are you doing? But reading this section, like I said, I do genuinely wish I agree with you. I think we should have gotten this yeah, way sooner, way earlier on in this book. And there should be significant edits to what Nynaeve's yes. POV give us. Yes. That said, in the context of the excerpt we were reading today, I really appreciated it because it it made her much more enjoyable for me okay I think this is just different readers I don't yep. know I like I can see where you're coming from but I can't feel it I can't feel it <laughs> I can't feel, I can't feel it, it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so many repeated notes like oh and then they get in a physical altercation and like that I don't care about that and like, literally the, the beats I ca- the beats I care about are that we get to see like actually see how young she is. Okay. We get to actually see sort of what she's been going through and how frustrating this is for someone. Like that was heartbreaking to me that like she wants this so badly and she she even going through all of this cannot achieve it. Hmm. And to the point where it's naive is like, I should just give up. Like, yeah, why do I right. keep punishing myself? And you're hmm. just like, no, you can do it. 
you can do it. But like, I agree. I didn't, I like skimmed over some of the, like, and then I hope that she got hurt too. Right, and you're yeah. like, this is no. Yeah. Okay. That's absurd. Mm-hmm. Um, so she doesn't do it obviously. Nope. Uh, and Theogen sort of like sends her on her way after some mutual healing. Mm-hmm. And then he was like starving because <laughs> she hasn't eaten all day after dealing with things earlier, blah, blah, blah. And we find out, you know, she's watching Tarna Fear, who is the the emissary from yeah. the, the White Tower. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Whom she overheard the the hall talking about. Right. The eavesdropping. Um, eavesdropping about that secret thing that we still don't know what it is. Right. Um, I also really liked where she like shows up to Elaine and Elaine just immediately starts complaining. That was fine. That was really funny. We're nine. He's like, oh my God, I am so hungry and I'm so cranky. Um, I do want to point out. So like Elaine says this thing. It's like maybe there she's just like this. It's it's like stream of consciousness mm-hmm. complaining and thinking and considering. But she says, like, maybe we can learn to detect what. Um, a man channeling can do. I seem to remember Moiraine implying that was a, that was possible. There's a lot of Moiraine yeah. in this yes, references to Moiraine in this uh, excerpt, like significant. Because um, I don't know how frequently Elaine talks about Moiraine. Yeah, like, not I very like, often, right? No. Not very often. So it felt like a very it felt mm-hmm. pointed yeah. to me. And then Naimi is just like, <laughs> we should leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yep yeah she's again like she's just going over the same arguments that she's like she we heard her talking to Brigitte about it last time now we're seeing her talk to Elaine about it. well I think the difference here though is that we're getting Elaine's perspective on it Brigitte was like I'll do whatever Elaine wants like Brigitte didn't have a point of view other than I'll do whatever Elaine wants well she did push back against Nynaeve yeah yeah. But it wasn't in like a, it wasn't in a way of like, I have a point of view on no, this. Yeah, that's fair. This is Elaine is like, I actually disagree with you because mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. Right. Because he was like, I think Bogetian's right. Just like, <laughs> what, what girl, yeah. what are you doing? I know. Um, I know. And Elaine's like, um, <laughs> yeah, take it down a few notches, <laughs> <Yeah>. please. <laughs> Yeah, and then, (laughs) right, she starts talking about, like, all of, there's all these reasons why they should not go, Mm -hmm. including trying to break the block and, like, help them decide to support Rand and, you know, get actual information for Rand rather than just, like, we don't actually know what they're going to do. She also points out that, like, Suan and Leanne are still involved. Yeah. So, like, you know, she has all of these good, also, Tom has to come back from Amadisia. Which, like, who cares? Well, I highlighted that because I was like, okay, it's just, I just think it's signaling from Robert. Well, I hope it's signaling from Robert Jordan that we're going to hear about that at some point in the near future. And yeah, in the quote, near future, 600 pages from now, maybe we'll find (laughs) out what the fuck is going on with Tom and Amadisia. And then Tarn Affair shows that like, come this. Okay. This was wild though. Right. Cause she shows up. And she's like super like, sh- like 
shady to Elaine. She's like, oh, the queen of Andor. (laughs) And like (laughs) Elaine handles it with gravitas, which Mm -hmm. I appreciated because I I love seeing a competent Elaine always. Love it. Um, And so she's like, not until I'm crowned and only if my mom's dead. (laughs) And then she leaves. And then Tarna like immediately relaxes, like loses this other mask and puts on a new one and like is like hanging with her girlfriend. Right. Like trying to be like super buddy buddy with Nynaeve. She's like, is- I'm not like those other moms. Yeah, right. I'm like a I'm cool, a cool mom. <laughs> yeah. But Nynaeve is obviously too smart for that. She yes. like sees that, you know, Tarna's eyes never change. She like 100 percent does not believe Mm-mm. that this is. She's her best friend. You know what this actually reminded me of just now as I'm thinking about is remember in the show that moment where Leandrin is trying to talk to Nynaeve Ooh, around the yes, border campfire? Yes. Oh, you're right. That's like, it's that same beat. Like somebody like trying to cozy up to this woman who they know is powerful and they like don't really know. That's or so actually, smart. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. It's interesting. That is smart because I feel like that must, that's probably where they picked that beat up. Yeah, yeah, probably. That's so smart. Oh, I love that. I like that a lot. Um, I completely forgot that. I like that. Yeah. Uh, but she, so, we, so she, go ahead. Yeah, we we hear some turn of backstory. She was a wilder, you know, Galena Sedai, like beat it out of her. Super great. Um, <laughs> she wants to know where Egwene is, which is interesting. Yeah, she's like basically doing the same thing where it's like, what can you tell the Amaralyn about Rand and mm-hmm. blah, blah. And Nynaeve is like, I barely knew him. Yes, I know. This is hilarious. <laughs> which was pretty funny. She's like, who? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know him. And then Tarna is like, you need to come with me. And I was trying to figure out if this is meant to suggest that she overheard some of their conversation or not. I don't think so. I think by Nynaeve seeing it as a bribe is pretty clear because she's like, come with me. Yeah. You can't be a full sister unless you use the right, oath rod. Right. Um, like, you know, the testing can only be done at the power. So like, yeah. or at the tower. That felt very, I don't think so. I think she's okay. just trying to use whatever tools she has at her disposal to sure. get this girl who they deem is very, very important right. onto what she sees as the correct side. Fair enough. Um, the dynamic is very strange, though, in terms yeah. of like this. I get it because it's still part of the whole like Aes Sedai must not like acknowledge the mm-hmm. actual breaking of the tower, etc. But it's so, it it adds this layer of, strangeness to it that is super unsettling yeah I'm like yeah. we know what kind of person Aleda is we know what's actually going on at the tower so having mm-hmm. this person there you're like are you a, are you black Aja though or like are you <laughs> totally. like I don't know yeah super sus super sus uh super 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 yeah. um so Nynaeve basically gets out of it by talking her way around things and making mm-hmm. no promises mm-hmm. uh and Tarn is like well let me know yeah. If you're going to come with me tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and then like, <laughs> she leaves. Uh, and then Nynaeve goes to find Elaine because Elaine just like didn't come back. Mm-hmm. Um, and we find out Elaine got uh, two of the dream rings from Suin. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, right. She has this whole theory that they're going to try to use the finding what you need method in Teleran Rio to find something to help. Rand. This was also cool, I thought. It's cool. It felt like it came a little bit out of nowhere to me. So I, I was a little bit like, wait, what? 
um but you know elaine is saying okay you want to go because you're afraid that they're gonna that like this our like rebel tower is gonna go back to Mm -hmm. the white tower and then everything will be screwed and we'll be fucked um so instead let's like find something concrete so we're gonna use that need search to find a reason to convince the hall not to go to Aleda. I guess, well, anyway, we'll get to it. Anyway, well, before, so this before is we plan. get into the dream part, though, yeah. I have a question because I was like, there are these, like, Nynaeve has this bit moment where she, like, looks out the window and she sees all these things and she met Scareth Brine, like, sitting in the middle of the street eating dinner. And I was like, I don't understand what's happening. Doesn't that happen later? Oh, I see. Yes, it's on the next page from where I am. Um, oh, sorry. That's okay. You're fine. Yeah. So this is this is a callback to a thing that happened, I think, like six chapters ago oh, when they were like refusing to talk to Gareth Bryan about what was going on in the hall. And so he was like making a point to be like they're like so visible that they could not ignore that he was there because they were like dismissing him out of hand I know it's the most weird toddler thing I've ever heard because I was like why is he in the middle of this street yeah we saw a reference to it earlier in passing I don't remember exactly when but I immediately was like oh right he's doing this thing where he's like hi I'm still here like you have to consider me in your plans it was something I didn't okay sorry that was just like I like underlined it and put a question mark next to it because I was like I don't I don't get it um but yes so Elaine does a what we need is a way to convince the hall not to go to Aleda um and she actually does say she'll agree to go um mm -hmm. if Nynaeve will agree to stay if they find something useful so yes they do make like a deal yeah yeah they make a deal which I again I appreciate because it's like Look at you guys like being oh, sure. thoughtful away yeah. about the way you talk to Egypt. I think what I loved about this section was in context of the other sections. <laughs> it was just so much more pleasurable to read. I like, just wanted genuinely. things to like happen and like but some stuff do. does happen. Some things happen, but like there's still a lot of nothing happening. There's still a significant amount of nothing happening. But anyway, we'll get into it. We'll, so they, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. So they get, they go into Teleranrio. There's like this classic, like, what are they wearing? It changes a Which, bunch. who cares? Blah, blah, blah. I know, always. I feel like if Robert Jordan had found a way to put like the version of Cher's closet from Clueless <laughs> into this book, he would have. hundred percent. hundred thousand percent. Like Robert Jordan actually really loves paper dolls. He really, he does. He absolutely had like, multiple character sketches of every right. like person and like outfit notes and <laughs> I yeah. love it yeah. um so yeah so they go into Teleranian Road and it's this whole like uh stylistically he's doing this like need and then suddenly they're in this mm. other place which I I liked as a choice as like a, a prose choice yeah um but they start in they end up in Tarvalin, which we see is like a disaster yeah, like which horrible think, things are happening. Have that we seen something. this before? No, that has to mean something. Right, it like, has to mean something. Everybody's having horrible dreams. And it's um, like smelly and dirty. And yeah. like clearly Aleda is like not taking care of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that this is where Nynaeve had seen like Leanne when she was yeah. looking for her when she was off screen last time, mm-hmm. um, which she still doesn't know what she was doing. Um... And Elaine so, is like, I don't, 
I the, Elaine does the classic, like, I have a bad feeling about this. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. she sees Egwene, right? Right. They think they see Egwene, but then uh, they don't see her. She vanishes. And so they're like, oh, she must have just been in a regular dream. Mm-hmm. And they keep shifting and they get to the storeroom where there's all of these objects of power. Mm-hmm. And Elaine is like, well, I guess we're giving up now. And you're like, and he was like, no, we're not. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't, I really didn't understand the logic here. Like, I don't understand why they dismiss these, but then not the next bit. Like, I don't, I have no idea why she was like, well, I guess we're giving up here. I think like, why? I don't know. What? It doesn't make any sense. Is this like an authorial intent thing? I think it must be because it's just like, what, what? I don't. I don't think there's any point in going further. It was an ordinary storeroom, shelves lined with walls. Da, da, da. Nynaeve needed no more to know there must be objects of power. Yeah. Such a disparate collection could not be anything else in the tower. I don't think there's any point in going further here. I don't know how we could. Oh, it's because they're, they know that they, if it's in the tower, they can't get it. Oh, I see. Like they would have to physically like in real they life have... go to the tower and they can't. Yes. And they okay, can't all right, do that. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So. But it was like a very roundabout way of yeah, I was like, saying why? it. Why? Um, so then they decide to do like an upgraded. So I mean, I can't not think of this in terms of Boolean search. They're like, okay, so we like you know search like language, like you can use like and or not or use oh, marks to like. That. I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Nerd moment. It's a. It's like literally a dream version of the Boolean search. They're like, okay, got, it, so got, it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, help they're brand. like, like help brand not but not not Tarvalin. <laughs> Well, yeah, because um, it's like, if it's not here, then we can go somewhere else. There must be something right. else that we can use, essentially. Yeah. Uh, and so they do that and they end up in this n- new town, essentially, that they both are like, where are we? Right. And again, they end up in a storeroom, like there's lots of random crap, but they mm-hmm. figure out how to like narrow it down once they're in the room. Yeah. To a specific like crystal bowl. It's very like, like CSI, like zoom in, zoom in. (laughs) And they find this bowl, which honestly, I don't remember anything about it, but I can tell you right now, if the ship fixes the weather, I'm going to be so glad to never hear about how much it is. I mean, when we got to this point, I was like, hmm, I wonder if this is why we just keep hearing about the weather. Like, But but we've been hearing about the weather for like four books, four books. And before it was hot, it was cold. (laughs) We get it. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Elaine is like, this is a Terra Angriel. It's something to do with weather. I can't do it by myself. And I even like, don't do it by yourself. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> I love Elaine talking about Terra Angriel. Yes. She's like, this is the cool. She turns into like such a nerd. Yeah, she's like amazing. a Pokemon nerd. What <laughs> yeah. about Terra Angriel? She's like, this is Pikachu. And this is how you use him. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> So yeah, so they decide um, that like they have to figure out where they are because this is clearly like the Teleranodote is telling them like this is where this is what's gonna help. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and so Nynaeve is like wandering around like she's like I don't know there's bridges and walls and like, <laughs> I know, Nynaeve like doesn't know anything about no, anywhere so it's really funny so Lane is like oh we're in Abudar it's fine like I totally can find this again I did like the part where she's like you would really like Abudar they have really <laughs> good like wise women here yes like, that Mom. was cute it's very cute it's cute yeah and Nynaeve is like oh great like that's that's somewhere that's not Saladar. Like, let's go to the And it's like close enough to Saladar, which I appreciate. And so it's not <laughs> yes. going to be this like months long yeah, journey, yeah. fingers crossed. Totally. Um, Because Elaine's like, great. Then we just have to come here and find it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. So they wake up back in Saladar and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Elaine is just like, it's, you know, well, I'll make them, you know, support Rand somehow. If this doesn't do it, I'll find something else. So she's still very committed. Uh, yeah. And I need like a little bit more pensive about it, I think. Yeah. And, and a little less. Um, What's the word? She's she's not as sure in the plan as yeah. uh, Elaine is. And then she remembers that Theodrin told her not to sleep mm-hmm. because she's hoping that will help. And so there's this just like really sad moment Yes, where we go back to like, she'd said she was not good at surrendering, but maybe she was getting good at running away. It would be wonderful to channel whenever she wanted. And then she's crying. And I was like, oh, Nynaeve, you're a baby. Yeah, that did get to me as well. I'm not totally (laughs) heartless. Just just tired of this shit. That's all. Um, Uh, All right. Oh, and then we get to Egwene. I know. Finally, we get an Egwene POV. Uh, Although again... Not very much happens. So, ah, uh, uh, what? There's like character shit, but not actual plot shit. Plot. Shit I'm okay with happening. it. I was okay with character oh, shit. All right, fine. <laughs> anyway, so we get confirmation that she was in Tarvalin, but she like ran away from Nynaeve and Elaine seeing her for reasons that she's like not a hundred percent sure of. Like she There's... knows she should talk to them, but she's had these dreams about it where like turns into a nightmare I guess yeah so she, it's a lot of like we're seeing that Egwene has become because this is the first we're seeing of Egwene since the last yes. book since, well since the um since the battle between Lanfear and Moiraine yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so since, since the end of yeah. the last book because she got injured so we have mm. not no no anything and so now Egwene this Egwene to me has changed mm. she is still Egwene she's still like wants to know things she does feel like a little bit more i feel like every experience she goes through she gets a little bit more guarded than the time before Mm. because after right and so she's like a a little bit more guarded than she was and keeping her own counsel just like a little Mm. bit more Mm -hmm. um and it's like kind of heartbreaking but i did really i like i like i love being in a gwen's head when she's not acting counter to the way we know that yes. she act. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so she's like running around these dreams. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> running around in the dream world, like, but not like Teller and Riot. It's like the place where literally yeah. other people's brains it's are. It's kind of cool. It is very cool. It's, it's very, very cool. like um cerebro. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Find them. Find them all. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> I loved this moment where she's like thinking about how she's learning how to do this on on her own because mm-hmm. there are no other dreamwalkers. And I love this line where it's like, what 
where she's like sort of lamenting, right? What took her a month to master herself? They could teach in a night in an hour when they decided she was ready. Never until then. It galled so when all she wanted was to learn, to learn everything right now. I was like, yeah. I love you. I highlighted the same thing. That like, I will agree is a good character moment. It's so good. And you can really feel her frustration. Like they have not been teaching her since she got injured. And mm-hmm. so, and, and they're so she's saying, just doing yeah. it. Right. She's Because of course she is. Because of course she is. Because she's also a baby. Everyone's a, a baby. baby. The baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so she's like wandering around and like being annoyed about things. Like she's thinking a lot of things over. That didn't mm-hmm. feel super important to me. I guess the one thing that I was like, oh, I guess that's interesting um, is that she's clearly seen Leanne and Suen in Teleran Riode. Yeah. Um, and she saw Leanne like, paint a stable blue which I was like like, is that can you do that in the like if you do a thing in a a dream world it doesn't happen in the real world right no so it's like what is that doing who is she signaling exactly what is she doing is she like it's interesting though because it's like I don't I don't know what that means she's also like she thinks about she noticed Beryline's dream Mm -hmm. she notices of course Rand is still protecting his dream she's irritated that he knows how to travel and she doesn't and I'm like I can't wait to I'm assuming Egwene will learn how to travel because it'll just make everything so much easier I don't know though but I'm assuming yeah I don't know Um, and we get a little bit more Teleranrio lore I guess Mm -hmm. where it's like if you end up in someone else's dream and don't remember that you're in their dream you're completely at their mercy Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a little, pretty terrifying. Yeah, totally. Um, she thinks that she's seen Lan in the dream, yeah. world, which I thought was interesting. Like Rand and Perrin, like obviously we know like, that Perrin can go in through the wolf dream. We know Rand goes mm-hmm. in, um, but Lan is an interesting one, right? Yeah, I agree. Like she's like um thinking about how she's like trying to avoid everybody. Yes. So when it's in that long list of things where she's mm-hmm. like. Lan, even land half seen out of the corner of her eye imagination of course or maybe the chance to touch their dreams mm-hmm. but she's like no I don't I don't think I'll do that yeah totally <laughs> and then she gets sucked into Gowan's dream his like sexy time dream of her well so what's well it starts here, off with yes a rescue yes it, it starts off with like her sort of recognizing it and trying to like stay like just sort of like glimpse and then it it pulls her in, right. which I think is an important thing as they tell us oh, yeah. later. Um, but yeah, I I liked most of this until he made it, Robert Jordan always making shit weird making until weird. he makes it weird. But like, I liked this outside perspective on one, like you, you're seeing this person's innermost thoughts. So Gowan doesn't see himself as right. when she's like, he's more handsome than this. Right. I was like, ouch. <laughs> like, I don't care about the like fighting Rand, rescuing yeah, Wayne, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. What was interesting to me was like, she was getting to see how this person sees himself and right. sees her. Yeah. Um, Like she, the Rand stuff, I was like, okay, he's right, a monster whatever. and yeah. whatever. He's like the dragon. Uh, yeah. Um, and I did actually really like the way he wrote this part, 
where it like kept repeating the same beat in different iterations. Like it was like very dreamlike. No, you didn't like it? Well, that particular bit where he restarts the part where he tells her he loves her over and over again, that's daydreaming. That doesn't happen in my dreams at night. I don't get to replay moments because I don't like how they went in my dreams. Like my actual nighttime asleep dreams. I don't know. What if we don't remember? I guess it's possible that we don't remember. But to me, that was a little too much control for Gowan. I liked it. I I didn't read it as control. I actually read it as out of control. Like, to me, it was a dream, not in the sense of, like, he's making active choices on how to make this different. Just from the way it goes, where you have this beat, like, at the top, you know, one, okay, before we, how do we do this? Because we before we get into, like, what's happening in the dream, you have Egwene who is trying so hard to stay yes. out of it the minute yeah. she realizes it's his dream. Mm-hmm. She keeps trying to tear herself out of it and she can't. Mm-hmm. She's like, this is not real. This is not my dream. I mm-hmm. don't want to be here. And then she opens her eyes and she's like still there, which is really right. scary. Yes, that is right? scary. Yes. So it's this interesting juxtaposition of like mm-hmm. terror of losing yourself into this thing. But this like that thing he says to her where he's like, my heart is yours. I was like, oh my God. It's very sweet. It's very sweet. Like, and, and, you know, he like says it all. He's like, oh, I sound like an idiot. And Egwene's like, if I could tell you that you're wrong, I would. <laughs> like, right. I love that notion. Right. But to me, when I say it's not about choices, he starts off super strong with that. Like, I, this is this incredible speech I'm giving to you. And then he goes to, uh, but also my brother loves you. <laughs> which is like fear and anxiety. So Mm -hmm. it was just a path, I think, of like, it's almost like, was this, I it it never felt like a daydream to me. It it did feel Mm -hmm. like a dream, just like that kind of dream where you're repeating this moment that you are terrified of Mm -hmm. over and over and over again. Yeah, I Um, I never had a dream that did that. So it it felt a little contrived to me. I disagree. <laughs> Again, this is the episode where we disagree about everything, apparently. Uh, anyway, she fi- so he says, I love you. And she's like, she finally just basically gives up. She like, she, she herself love, decide, like acknowledges that she loves him too. And the dream version of Egwene that she's like inhabiting sort of, mm-hmm. they both, they become aligned yeah it's like this like gauze between them breaks down essentially and so then she's fully in the dream she's not trying to get out anymore she doesn't even Mm -hmm. know she's in a dream at that point yeah yeah and then it just whatever happens happens. (laughs) that's right Um, i think we can guess what happens well we know what happens when robert jordan (laughs) makes it super weird in a couple pages weird in a couple pages no um okay so then we're back with Nynaeve uh and we got a bubble of evil yeah that the eyes that I think is Samuel because they don't listen to anybody. Again, this is just like this, to me, it's another repetition. No, 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 no. I agree with you in terms of the eyes to die. However, I liked getting the experience of Nynaeve linking with somebody for the first time. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that and at least was something different. What that mm. means for her. Um, because you have Nynaeve who's like running around, she's too scared to like grasp her power. She's trying to do what she can. And then she gets down to where the Aes Sedai are, the hall, and Anaya is like, link with me. Like, we're going to do this. And there's this, like, great sort of, like, back and forth for a second where she's trying and keeps pulling the power away Mm -hmm. from Anaya searching for it, which I thought 
I don't know if because we haven't seen linking on the page before. Yeah. Like if that's normal or if that's like a naive thing, I have right. no idea. Um, but naive keeps being like, this is not the Forsaken. <laughs> this is yeah. not them. <laughs> right. Right. And of but course, yeah, this like is the, of course, this is the, what reminded me of the TV show because we saw that linking scene happen in the television. Sure. Show. Very different circumstances. Very yeah. different circumstances. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. We get a lot of like, again, lore here about like how they can, like, she can sort of feel their emotions, but mm-hmm. she doesn't know whose emotions are which. And she feels like they can feel hers too. And, and then, and then Nic- we had a weird Nicola moment who turned yeah. out to be a foreteller. Yeah. Turns out. Surprise. So she says, the lion sword, the dedicated spear, she who sees beyond, three on the boat, and he who his dead he who is dead yet lives the great battle done but the world not done with battle the land divided by the return and the guardians balance the servants the future teeters on the edge of a blade which is similar to what we're going to hear soon from this like philosophy teacher mm, mm. which i didn't put together until just now when i was reading it i was like oh right this oh, yeah. sounds familiar <laughs> yeah yeah there's i just want to call out there's a little bit of king arthur in here um three on the boat and he who is dead yet lives that's like definitely like arthur in the boat with the three women mm-hmm. saying. saying anyway he's stealing guess who that could be guess who <laughs> Yeah, right. He is stealing a lot of things from a lot of places. Listen, we know what Robert Jordan loves to do, which is uh, yeah, actually going to be really funny in a little while. Yes, too. When we... I was going to say there's a real blatant one coming up. Which I was like, this came to the wrong conclusion. <laughs> All right. So we get a weird Nicola foretelling, but only after she's been like weird at Nynaeve and Elaine when they're yeah. linked together. So who knows what that's about um but yeah so they basically go around trying to fix things that are happening because of the bubble of evil um the I said I don't really seem to believe them what it, that mm-hmm. it's not Samael uh everybody's very tired um although Elaine straight up is like if it was Samael like we would have known <laughs> yeah which I appreciated and there is this strange moment where Nynaeve basically picks up like there's been there was something odd in Anaya's mm-hmm. reaction as though she would be disappointed to learn this truly had not been attacked by an attack by the Forsaken. Mm-hmm. Why? And Nynaeve's like trying to grasp on it. Yeah. Um, but she's too tired. Yeah. So she falls asleep. And then we're no, back. She, to- st- she stays up because Theodrin told her to. No, she well, right? at least where it ends here, she says she would go to sleep and Theodrin could make of it. I know, but wanted. then in Elaine's well, section, yeah, Elaine's we get, like we get it later. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I yeah. remember because I was like, You're an idiot. She is an Just idiot. Just go to sleep. She's really stubborn. Did um, you know that Nynaeve is really stubborn? Yes. Guess what? She's really stubborn. What? Surprise. This is brand new information twist (laughs) all right chapter 15 we're back with Egwene and she's awake now yes um and oh it's so gross she's like this is where I'm like the consent stuff I'm like Robert Jordan why did you even put this in here I know because it was really cute and then she's looking at her like mirror and she's really embarrassed and she's like it was all his doing I had no choice and I was like I don't like that at all that's gross and weird. Yep. Yeah, cool. the like uh, squeamishness, what I want, like around sex is so 
weird because then there's these other moments that it's like supposedly very progressive and yeah. like it's, it's not none of it works none of it works. none of none of it works no, uh works. good line but we do know now that she truly is she is in love with gowan Side which note, i was like did, when did that happen because yeah, same. i feel like they have not seen each other since, since they the were tower all in the tower together and they were not in the tower together for that long like we know that both Gowan and Galad care about Egwene. Yes. And we knew that Egwene would make eyes at Galad, like everybody like, else. Infatuation, yes. Like true love, which but we're Gallen... about to find out is like the whole thing. Like the only reason that we come to find out that she could have gotten sucked into his dreams that way is because it has to be like true love. Yeah. And you're like, at okay, this... but really? This felt like a Robert Jordan deciding this in yeah. this book decision yeah. where yeah. he was like, I don't know if it's, I don't remember what happened. So I don't know if it's because he's like, well, later on, I need this to happen. Right. So I need to put this in here. And this is how I'm going to say that it happens. Mm. But I agree. I do not think this it's was a real planned. Stretch. A real stretch. I don't, I don't think this is something that he was like from the beginning, Egwene and Gowan are going to get together. I think he made a choice at some point when he was planning out these books. Right later too far into it for him to be able to go back and be like I need to add this in and yeah. so he was like tell Ranriod that's how we're gonna do it there you go <laughs> that sounds legit that's uh, my guess so we weird. yeah of course we like find out that she's like dreaming a lot about Gowan and like and other people too she's and other people prophetic dreams about Perrin she's got mad in there she's got people she doesn't know yeah so we've got like Perrin with his birds Matt with his birds <laughs> <laughs> we've got Rand with Elaine and Min and Avienda uh-huh. there is uh-huh. another there's another woman who is like beckoning Perrin towards some great danger like mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things right where no we... no that's Matt she's be- beckoning Matt that's the Matt section oh yeah 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 sorry she's so beckoning I think Matt we, I think we do know who that is ultimately. the daughter of the nine moons yeah probably, exactly right? yeah um presumably presumably uh let's see we get her dreaming about the Shanshin Ugh. um dreaming about the wise ones punishing her for going into Teleranriod mm-hmm and then, and she, then she wakes up again, I guess, because I thought she was already awake. I know. I also thought that she was awake already because she opened her like she eyes. Gets oh, no, she goes like, back to sleep. She goes, oh, back, she to goes sleep. back to sleep. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Because she's been having this is the other thing is right. since the the battle between Moiraine and Lanfear, Lan, Lanfear, I don't know why I said it like that, <laughs> Lanfear, um, Egwene has been having these headaches every yes. time she wakes up. Yeah. And so she right. woke up with a headache. She gets woken um, up by the guy Shane assigned to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we the wise ones like, come in. Yep. After Cowan was like, do you want some breakfast? And the Gwen's like, no, go away. Let me sleep. <laughs> and then Amy's like, oh, no breakfast. So you're <laughs> you're still not eating, huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like tempting her. They're like, we were going to maybe let you come to the next meeting with the eyes to die. But like, if you're not eating. Um... Well, yeah, because this is where they're like, they keep asking about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like. Okay. Everybody wants to know where Egwene is. And <laughs> let's see. We get, get some like, more about this, how like a lot of the Gaishin are not 
putting off the white when their year of service is up. We get more complaints about Rand, like breaking mm-hmm. all of the IEL traditions. Yep. They like made, they tell her a story about how they like fucked with Carlinia and tell her right, and right. the snake, which Egwene was like, that's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't always get ale humor, but I get that. Yes. <laughs> uh, um, and so they keep being like, you better eat or you can't mm-hmm. come to the dream world. And she's like, no, no, no. I just was tired. I was just tired. And they're like, right. very pointedly, they're like, but no pain. Right. And she's like, yeah, no pain. <laughs> definitely no pain and I'm like this is gonna go bad it's gonna go badly I I don't know how but I know it's gonna (laughs) but she gets to ask questions and so she asks about getting pulled into dreams against some against your will and um Bear tells her that like if somebody loves you or hates you it's real you really cannot maybe get out of the dreams yeah they're like first amy says like she's like what if you don't try to look in and amy's like oh that would never happen and they're like actually one time yeah Yeah. one time but it has to be like the strongest emotion of all time Mm -hmm. (laughs) they're like yeah we're getting a lot of weight on this Egwene and Gowan bond I mean it's funny cannot support but what's funny is I think Robert Jordan this is where I think Robert Jordan like knows it and he's like I just need this because he has this line where he's like she already knew she loved Gowan and then it's like did you did you and I was like you know what you're doing man you're gonna do it anyway and you're gonna do it anyways because clearly you have to but like that to me I was like you know you are fully (laughs) aware that you did not set this up (laughs) well well uh Uh, (laughs) POVs to Elaine Mm -hmm. and um let's see oh we get this weird line about how she also hates Arena who yeah who's like following Brigitte around like okay I guess I guess Arena's a real bitch. I guess so. We don't know. But... If like Nynaeve and Elaine can agree that they hate yeah, somebody. Right. It must be terrible, I guess. It must be terrible. Um, um, this is also where we find out that like Nynaeve did not fall asleep. Right. It did make me laugh that she's like nodding every two minutes muttering about showing Theodore and showing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like living on spite alone. And yeah, I, I guess I can respect that to an extent. <laughs> Also, this note about Mogetti and avoiding the thing by like hiding under the bed. That was awesome. That was also very, very funny. Yeah, <laughs> she like didn't good. have to help cleaning because she was hiding yeah. under the bed. <laughs> Whew, that was good. Uh, let's see. So the sitters are meeting with Tarna and everybody is like hanging out outside because they know that she's leaving, I guess. And so mm-hmm. they're waiting to like find out what's going on. Yep. Yeah, Nynaeve and Elaine are like yawning a lot because they're tired. And then Suen and Leanne show up and Elaine's kind of like, who cares about this? And Suen's right. like, it's because she's, I, which I liked. I was like, team Elaine, man. Yeah. Oh, seriously, who gives a shit? Right. And Suen's like, it's because she's an I said I, man. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, um, and then like Suen and Elaine are like threatening each other about stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's silly. Again, it's just cares? like again we're retreading. No, so I agree. I agree. This is silly. Points. This is silly. And it just goes on and on for like three pages. I I agree. It needs editing. Ugh. But we do then get to this point where like. 
Karna eventually leaves. Then Romanda comes out, who mm-hmm. is like one of the oldest Aes Sedai there. And she is like, I don't know if the speech is to make people feel better yeah. or what, but it's weird. She's yeah. like, our purpose here has not changed. We seek truth and justice to do what is right. And then he's like, right for who? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, Ramonda is basically like, don't worry, we'll do everything that we said we were going to do now and after we go back to the tower. And I'm like, right. what does that mean? What does it mean? Also, there's this weird, I do, this line made me laugh. She says, after all, we can hardly be said to be hiding here. <laughs> I just laughed so hard. <laughs> Even though like somehow- We like, spent like 14 books talking about how hard it was to find them. Rand still But there are random nobles are. showing up, but Rand yeah, doesn't know where they fine. are. I know. Like, I don't understand fine. it. Oh, I don't understand stupid. it. Anyway, so yeah, so she gives this nonsense, nothing speech that just like clearly doesn't answer any questions um and it's a weird strange moment that I'm not even actually sure what we're supposed to get out of as readers yeah but it's it's very strange and so as soon as she's done Nynaeve is like okay let's go talk to Sherry uh and so they they find her and are like can we talk alone and they have her like put up the whatever the is it the hall or is it just Sherry no it's Also, Morvin, Morvrin. I don't know. It's a few Aes Sedai, essentially. Some people. Yeah, it's a few Aes Sedai. And they basically, Elena and Nynaeve tell them everything about this bull. And they were like, but you can't, you should send us. We're the only ones who are going to be able to find it. We've seen it. And they're like, we don't know. It's probably not safe. And Mm. and Nynaeve's like getting irritated. Like Nynaeve's Mm -hmm. like, she's never going to find it. Like, you have to send it. And Elaine's trying to be, like, diplomatic. Diplomatic. Like, no, it would be really hard for her. But send us. We'll just be on the boat for a few days. Then we'll go directly to that other Aes Sedai. We'll we'll be under their supervision. Like, don't even worry. Yeah. (laughs) And then they kind of are, like, actually, but no, you can't. Because all these Aes Sedai are traveling around and it's nothing for an accepted, whatever. And then Nynaeve (laughs) was so good. It made me laugh so hard. Is there anything that happens before she goes on her rant? Uh, they lie to the. Um, oh, that was hilarious! Yeah, Elaine is like, oh, but it needs a man to channel. Like you and can't. I was like, it, you know what it was? It's that scene in the office where Kelly Kapoor goes, "I'm pregnant," yeah. and there's like a gas, and then it cuts to her being like, "No, I'm not, not pregnant." Yeah. <laughs> Because I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because Elaine is trying to angle them to take it directly to Camelot. And they were like, yeah. why would we do that? And she's like, oh, well, don't, don't because you Because know? you need a man. Need a man. Duh. Duh. And so then, then Nynaeve goes on this yes. amazing cathartic <laughs> rant, which like usually I would be so mad at her, but I was like, you are correct <laughs> and you should say it it's so good she's like you're pathetic you're afraid you don't want to make any choices <laughs> i i love how delighted you are i, I again, loved just it like this is nothing new i've no having my say this know. shit to sherry's face because she's so tired and she's so cranky and after they keep not listening to Mm. them I was like this is awesome (laughs) 
And what's great is Elaine having this like moment of like, should I try to fix this? Right. But then we find out that she also said some <laughs> shit. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, it cuts forward to them like scrubbing pots <laughs> because. And, and then she, Nynaeve is like, well, it wasn't just me. And does yeah. like an impression of Elaine telling off the ice. I said, I rule their feet. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, this is the best thing ever. I wanted this rant at them for mm. pages and pages for being such dicks all the time. <laughs> Who? But yeah, so they're basically on like cleaning duty forever. Mm-hmm. And like, they're getting like talk, like the foul lane comes over and like says something shitty to them. Right. Um, but Elaine's basically like, oh, I'm getting the Ebert. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. Um, but then there's this like weird moment yeah. with I didn't understand. I don't understand this moment like, either. Why we care. No, Sharan like, has been like spying on them. Right. And she says, I regret that, meaning presumably she regrets giving them the punishment. I guess. Right? Yeah. Because and- then she's like considering Nanny's words and her tone and Elaine's the rich she added somewhat. Like she mm-hmm. only kind of regrets it after remembering how annoyed she is. Yeah. And then it's like, do you know, do you want to tell accepted what fewer than two dozen I said I know? So this is that secret again that they know right. that we don't, right? Right. I think, I think the thing I'm trying to, I'm looking back at the rant. Um, do, do, do. In, in Nynaeve's rant, she says some things about like, you know, you were afraid that like your plan was going to get back to Samael. You don't trust each other. Like, mm-hmm. is that why you won't do this? Is that why you're not doing that? And like, I wonder if that's the reference or, or, or it's the secret plan or both, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I I was just like, okay, we get it. They have a secret. Right. They have a secret. And, and we're then- supposed to see that they like have are multifaceted through this teeny tiny I little guess. thing yeah you're right I guess that's what it's supposed to do I'm not sure it actually works here no it doesn't because I was like shut up right. <laughs> <laughs> like no yeah um, um okay Morvern says this thing uh the girls are right about one thing Elther turns my bowels to water what options are left to us with him um and like that made me a little nervous about it yeah, I don't know. I just don't trust. I mean, Moiraine said it. Don't trust any I said I. So I don't trust any I said I. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. chapter, chapter 16. 16. We're with our with we're with our disaster child, oh, Rand. Yes. <laughs> Not Matt. <laughs> Who is getting progressively more disastrous? I feel like the disaster is ramping up. Man, That's the exponentially. One thing that did happen with Rand because nothing else happens. In this but I still, I, I liked this section too. Yeah. <laughs> so annoyed. Oh I liked God. it. I liked it. I like, yeah. I, I even came out of it being like, I still like Rand. I just like him, but nothing happened. Nothing happened. I don't know, man. We got to see Rand and Egwene talk. We got to see like, some sh- like teeny tiny shit with Avienda. We got to see like him dealing with Aunt. I liked it. I was down. I was he, so like, into he it. He does politics. He tries to avoid Avienda. Yeah. And he and Egwene have half a conversation. We have the mother reveal finally. Well, that's true. That's the one thing that actually happens. But that's okay. just a confirmation. I liked the philosophy conversation. I liked I him going know. to the school. I liked I all just, of it. 
Again, I was, no I was into it. Four where there's no forward movement with the plot. In I disagree, actually, right. because you're looking for like a. I think it, it sounds like you're looking for like a big plot thing to happen. I but there are literally want somebody to do something that moves the plot forwards, not just sets up yet again for the end billionth page something that might it's happen all character in 14 because chapters at least in the last section we got we didn't get character or yeah. plot no you're this, not wrong about that this time we got so much good character yeah, stuff i guess there's so much good character right. stuff here i don't know okay don't know, <laughs> i am man ah. i did i read this sometimes it takes like it takes me like six hours to read through our section because like just like my <laughs> nice. eyes start glazing. Yeah. This took me two hours. I like oh. didn't put it down. It was just like. I read like, it fast because I was like, yet again, nothing's happening. <laughs> I read it fast because I was like, oh, I can't wait to see what's going on yeah. in their heads. So funny. <laughs> okay, I'm okay, so okay. tired of being in their heads. Okay. Anyway, I love it. <laughs> I love it when it makes sense. I hate it when I'm like, who acts like this? Fair, fair. Um, okay, so Rand is sitting with the dragon scepter across his knees. Uh, and he is in Andor? Yes. Yeah, he's in Cayman. Oh, so we get a little bit of him thinking about this bond with Alana, which I still... Still not, no. I'm furious over, and yeah. I still want more of a reaction from mm-hmm. him. So I'm hoping that's coming at some point. So we did have a good conversation about that in the discord and i did mean to write it down and i didn't do it so there was some interesting talk about how it parallels uh sexual assault and how if you look at it from that point of view like he's in shock and he's not having a rational response because he just can't process it um Mm -hmm. which i think is not in the text well it is and it isn't in the text Robert Jordan never handles as we've discovered issues of consent well true so there's that but he does use those issues regularly as plot points so So it's I did find the comment is from Olivia um who said I feel like Rand's weird reaction to the bonding is at least partially explained by the fact that it's essentially a thinly veiled sexual assault which can definitely produce weird reactions and he's still at the stage where he's just reeling from it despite going on to do other stuff with his day Hmm. I like the reading of it I agree with you I don't think it was an intentional right like I, I don't think that was something Robert Jordan was necessarily thinking about right but we can read that into it but we can read it into it that said I wanted more now yeah. that we're a little deeper into yes. it, but he's just sort of like irritated and acknowledging that she's there in his head. It's, mm-hmm. it's just, he's so aggressive about Lu- Luce Theron. Yeah. Like Luce Theron's presence. Like yeah. how is it having another person there not egregious? Yes. I don't understand. I genuinely no. am confounded by 100%, this. hundred percent agree. It, yeah, it's very weird. Um, but so he like sort of acknowledges that like um, he knows that uh, he scared Alana enough to keep her at bay. And she's not going to come into the inner city and blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he we get more stuff about like he's going to give Elaine uh, and her to Elaine, whatever. Now, this is the first moment where we get like a really pointed reference to Moiraine's um to advice Moiraine gave him that we'll get mm-hmm. several times over the course yes. of the next couple yes. Rand beats um, because it's literally like 
Moirena. Like we've gotten bits and pieces of that, mm-hmm. but it gets very pointed in this section, yeah. right? Like to the point where he's like, he thinks about all these different pieces of advice she gives him mm-hmm. as he's going through his day in a way that I was like, this is this is strange. Like yeah. I'm not I'm not That's mad weird. at I don't think it's bad writing. I don't think no, it's no, no. wrong, but there's it matters in a way that I don't know yet. Right. right? It feels like it kind of comes out of nowhere and I don't it like it must be leading to something. Yeah. I don't know what. I don't because know it's it's different than the way he's been thinking about yeah. Moiraine. Mm-hmm. Maybe actually okay, maybe this is tied to the Alana bonding because Moiraine's last pointed piece of advice was like, don't trust any of the Aes Sedai. And maybe it's pulling it forward in his head. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he does directly compare Alana and Moiraine. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. It could be. Um, Like, Elaine is also referencing Moiraine, like... That Elaine is that one beat of reference, yeah. which I'm now I'm wondering it's just a fluke because if mm. it is this more so tied to a lot, because you're right, it says, Where are they? Why hasn't Alana at least tried to sidle up to me? Moiraine would never have been frightened off so easily. Um, is sort of the beginning of this like very pointed Moiraine giving him mm-hmm. advice beats that continue throughout the next couple chapters. Yeah. So, like, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Um, maybe. Uh, okay, so he's sitting here and he's listening to this man named Nori, which made me laugh really hard. Because Nori, he's like, Nori doesn't give a shit about anything but numbers in a piece of paper. So I liked, like, I was like, team Nori. Because Nori is, like, unflappable, it right. seems like. Because <laughs> so he's listening to Nori and he's, like, bored. Nori's like, we need money for blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Bashir shows up and has been, like... Um, who has brought these Andorran nobles to come see him. And he gives him this like very crazy, flowery. Yeah. This title. very flowery thing, um, which I was like, what is happening? So I was right. glad it was immediately explained. Yes. <laughs> For once I didn't have to be like, why did you do this? Mm-hmm. Um, He gives him this like wild title before announcing these four nobles, mm-hmm. these four Andorran nobles. And Lan is like, this is hilarious. Rand. But, yeah, Rand. Did I say Lan? You said Lan. <laughs> Rand is like, this is the first, like, he heard Moiraine's silvery voice again. How mm-hmm. people see you first is what they hold hardest in their minds, you know? Mm-hmm. And so he's like doing what Moiraine, what he thinks Moiraine would have told him to do. Yep. It's Rand does politics. It's Rand does politics. But the, I think the important key here is the Moiraine beat. Mm-hmm. And then what we get in a couple of pages. Right. Obviously. Yeah. So these are the nobles that um Mo- that Morgie's exiled when she was under Gabriel's influence. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's a big deal that they're finally there because all he's been able to talk to before this were the ones who were Gabriel lackeys. Yeah. Who are like sycophants, essentially. Yeah. And then so he can't trust. I mean, he can't. He knows he can't trust anybody. Right. right, um, right. But so they like sort of have this beginning where he's playing the game clearly with them with mm-hmm. like how he uses Bashir and how he like unsettles them with his mm-hmm. answers to whatever questions etc yeah. um and then we see at least three of them are on board with giving the country to Elaine we get to sort of like hear what actual rumors are flying around I thought it was the other way around that three of them actually want to give the throne to this Dielin. No, like... one person wants to give it to Dielin. Mm. 
it's um Elorian wants to give it to Dialin because she says Margay's betrayed her friends, spurned her old oldest adherents, etc. Right. Dialin's like, I refuse. Elaine is the mm-hmm. daughter heir. And then um Luann. Oh no, it is Luann also says for Dialin, but Dialin yeah. is like I speak for Elaine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I don't know what the fourth guy says. <clears throat> no. Whatever. Either yeah. way, it's not so there's no consensus. No, but I mean, you know, they where they end up, like, you know, they have this whole back and forth about, you know, whether or not they believe Rand that he means well, to get this the is, to Lane I do and... think it's like the this is the first time we're seeing like all of the actual rumors being told to Rand's face, oh, okay. which I was like, that sucks. Cause they're <laughs> they're terrible. They're like really hard to hear. Like, you know, they're like, they think you, because he's like, I want to give her the throne. Why would I have killed her right. and more gays if I'm just giving it back? And they're like, they think it's a mask or they think you're a puppet or they think you're right. false or maybe you're more son or blah, blah, blah. Right. And Rand's like, whoo, some of those are real bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, oh, poor buddy. Um, And so he asks them to help consider making Andor whole again because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he needs them on his side essentially right right and they're all like we'll wait and see yeah right that's kind of what it comes down to yep um and then Dialin stops who is the one who has the claim to the throne and is like what's your mom's name <laughs> well no Rand holds her back because well no first she asks him right and then he no, waits, no, no, no. right no no um doesn't she say something to make him hold her back? He he says, I have a question for you, a private question. You looked at me strangely. Oh, that's what it was. She why? looks at him weirdly. Yeah. That's and what he's it was. like, why are you looking at me like that? And she's and like, then she's like, then she your says, mom's what's name? your mom's name? And he's like, uh, what? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so he thinks, of course, of Kari, like Kari, mm-hmm. but he says Shile, who is a maiden of the spear. And this is where we finally get the confirmation, the, the confirmation, the reveal that he is Tigraine's son. Sorry, I'm almost I know I almost said Terengale too. <laughs> Tigraine's son with mm-hmm. Terengale. Mm-hmm. No, no, who, not with Terengale. No, not with Terengale. Sorry. With the, with the Janduin. Um, right. Like with the Isle Isle guy. Yes. Right. Because I for I was reading this last night and for a second I was like, wait, are he, is he Elaine's half brother? I know. I did the same thing. No, he is Galad's half brother. Galad's they half brother. Half brother. But he is not related to. He Elaine. is not related to Elaine. But for like half Galen. a second, I, I was I like, I have to put the book down. When I first figured out this connection, which you know you can do earlier in the book than this, um, in the books. Uh, I was like, well, who does that make him? Because also Moiraine is related to Elaine. And I was like, does that mean that Moiraine and his his aunt? Like, it's a whole tangled family tree situation. It is. But the important thing is that Rand and Elaine are are not not related. related. That is important. Because I was like, ew. (laughs) Yeah. I legit was like, I have to. I can't finish this book. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, but he doesn't, he, he comes to this. He, he realizes yes. what's going on though. He doesn't share it because, so she gives him all this backstory. Yeah. Um, I did like this moment where he's like, how did Tigraine vanish? I have an interest in the history of Andor yeah. and Dylan's like, please don't call it history because <laughs> I was alive. Right. <laughs> It's how I feel when people talk about like the early 2000s yes. as like vintage. And I'm like, yeah. I want to die. 
Could you not? <laughs> Could you not, please? <laughs> totally. Um, but we do find out. So she's like telling him the story, and she's like, "My dad said that it was Guitara die that was a mm. fault." And Rand's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Guitara just like made all of yes, this happen, basically." <laughs> like what? We also get this reference to Luke, to yes. brother, yes. who I think we can be pretty sure is the same as Lord Luke, right? right? It like, has it's gotta to be. be. It's got to be. It has so, to be. And and he disappeared into the blight. Mm-hmm. And there was like that whole thing about somebody calling him like something weird. The Trollocs are like patenting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. Clearly, this Clearly, is Rand's uncle. Yeah, it's all connected. All connected. Which um, literally the next page, everything folded back into itself in endless circles. Like, yep, that's it's the wheel of time um but I did like I think that I because of the show the show spoiled that for me a little bit because I didn't remember it until right the show listed to Shia as to grain yeah um I think had I not known I would have been like oh that's awesome no I'm I definitely figured it out from book clues before that I didn't yeah. So I think that reveal, I was just like, yeah, yeah, I know. So, I get it. <laughs> I know. Like, nice of you to say it out loud. But also- um, but of course, it is like, what if this hadn't happened? Yes. Blah, 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 blah. So like, to your point, um, mm-hmm. there is this like kind of sad moment about Tigrain and Rand where he's like, I, I wish I could have yeah. just seen her or known yeah. her. And it is it. It does remind you of like how much of a tragedy this is and how yes. this like young person is, is going through this horrible thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we had a lot of like loose there and only so much loose there. And Rand is like now trying to talk to him, yep. which you're like, oh, buddy, let's not go down that road. And we get another Moiraine at reference. He's like, I could use Moiraine's advice. And then he mm-hmm. finds he's looking towards Alana and he's like, no, I'm not going to nope. replace Moiraine with that woman, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then he's um, like, I could not, he could not trust any woman touched by the tower except three, Elaine, Nynaeve, and Egwene. He hoped he, and which you're like, you can, but yeah. like, ooh, you it's all want the same thing. It's interesting that he didn't include Avienda in there. She's not of the tower though. Oh, you're right. I was thinking of the power, but you're right. It's the tower. Yeah, it's just the tower. Yeah, yeah. Um, then uh, and then Bashir oh. is like, uh, you need to talk to this guy. He's from Lord Brend and <laughs> everything gets very creepy. Yeah, well, I was like, is Samuel the Joker? Like, what is happening? <laughs> because this guy comes in with this like huge grinning mouth. Oh, like he I can't see. stop grinning. And mm. but he's like, eyes are terrified. And I was like, oh God, he's the yeah. Joker. Oh, um, yeah. but yeah, so Samael basically sends this messenger in and is like, let's have a truce. I promise <laughs> not to like fuck with you if you don't fuck with me, essentially, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. Um which I was like, man, that's, I'm trying to tie it back to the Samael we saw with Grendel. Yes. Right? Because. Yeah. I think, because she, wasn't she trying to push him to attack or like be attacked? Like she was trying to set them against each other. I'm pretty yes. sure. Um, and so this is, was it Grendel or was it Semiraj? Anyway, it doesn't matter. With the other female Forsaken who were like trying to manipulate everybody um it probably was green though i think you're right i think but it was yeah Grindle. so yeah i yes 
but like I don't know exactly how this connects to that either I me neither and that's what I was like trying to do but I like couldn't figure it out really and of course like obviously you're not going to take a forsaken at his word no and but so, but he but he has a vested interest in yes, Rand exactly. succeeding mm-hmm. in taking out the other forsaken yep yep yep, yep so yep. I, it's like, it's like, I don't know, but it doesn't matter because of course Rand would never capitulate to something like this. So Rand's like, this is a good speech though. Like when he's like, take this message back to Samael, (laughs) when he's like, I lay it at every death he has caused since waking, I lay at his feet and call due (laughs) every murder he has done or caused. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. No it's truce true. with the shadow. Moment. It's they a better real bad ass in the show because that will be amazing. Right. When he's like, but I will see justice done now. Tell yeah. him no truce with the forsaken, no truce with the shadow. I was like, yeah. drop your scepter to the ground and walk out the door. Hundred <laughs> percent. Poor messenger dies. Oh, yeah, it's pretty brutal. It's really brutal. It's pretty brutal. Um, and Bashir's like, damn, that's cold. Yep. <laughs> Essentially. He's like, I guess that's the message. Yeah. Um, huh. and then, oh, and then Avienda shows up, which is, mm-hmm. it's in kind of this like very, I love it. She's like a strange end to a strange man. I was like, jeez. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah. She's um, mostly just making sure he's okay. Um, mm-hmm. and Rand says like, I'm going to go to Kerhi and she's like, well, I have to go too. Um, and he's like, "Ugh, more. I'm trying yeah. to stay away from her to keep her safe, which Again, is my least favorite trope. Least favorite trope. Over. Then and we get then, this like horse thing, right? Again, again for, the like, horse the thing. Eight million. No, I agree. Like, I agree. To be remember our secret plan that involves you watching my troops. We have to do that. This, I know, like, I know, no. I know, I know. But I do think this is like <sighs> Robert Jordan." I agree with you. Prefacing with I agree with you. It's super frustrating. But I understand what he's doing is because he he is doing all this like big character work and he is doing he is balancing all these different things that he he feels he needs to put on the page. Like I don't think there was anything really in this section that we didn't need for Rand's characterization. And so he has to throw that line in to be like, but I haven't forgotten this. Like, this is still happening, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you're Dennis probably shaking, right. Jen's shaking I, her head. <laughs> thanks, I hate it. Like, I'm so tired of hearing I'm, the same things over eh, and over again. I'm a little bit more forgiving in that know, section because I, I feel like there was nothing, unlike some of the 90s stuff where I'm like, you didn't need this. We hmm. did not need to see this again. That section to me where I was like, oh, I did. We did need to find out about the Samael truce offer. Yeah, we sure, did need to did see about to yet another reminder that Avienda and Rand are like being but weird. But that's like, each that's other. like barely anything. It's but literally like half a page. Yeah. It's just. This I, is that last, the, the end of that chapter, that last half of the chapter is just Robert Jordan being like, don't forget. That's it. All I think that my problem is it signals to me that yet again, 
nothing's going to happen. We're not going to do the thing. We're not, the thing is, but we're doing other things that there's the secret, but plan. we're doing other things. Yeah. But we're not actually there. You're doing character work again. It is character work. It is character I work. I guess if I had not had to live through so many other pages of nothing, I would be excited <laughs> about, especially because you're not wrong in that it is better character work than we have been getting. Yes. And I'm like, I know these characters already. Just give me some freaking plot. Give me I know who they are. Give me some. No, I love it. Let me let me feast on this character work. So tired of it. I'm feasting. Well, I'm glad somebody's enjoying it. Like that's good. Okay, 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 okay. Chapter 17. Rand goes to Carrie. He does politics. And he has a conversation okay, with a but, scholar. That's but, but, but the politics are pretty important. Are they? Yes. I can't tell. I think, I think that beat, the politics are important because it's another character beat where they, okay, let's start at the beginning. So. <laughs> The, the review if, if we get a review on this episode it's going to be like all they did was disagree <laughs> about the same points on every chapter <laughs> um okay so yeah so he goes to Carhian. we get this stuff with uh the maidens he's like you guys can mm. go do whatever like i feel like i'm good mm. uh oh wait that happens in a second whatever it yeah. doesn't matter um no, it doesn't we get a mention of Alana and Varen. He's glad they're far away. Um, Luce yeah, Theron talks Theron. some more. Mm-hmm. We get like all these aisle sects that I can't mm-hmm. keep straight still. And then a bunch of like Carrion guards and servants and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he thinks again how he's going to try to leave uh Avienda behind and blah blah blah. He goes to see Rourke and Barrelane. Oh, but this is important. So he's like walking to like throughout all of this stuff, and like he sees Barrelane, who is like looking at him like Barrelane looks at men, mm-hmm. and Luz Theron is like humming. <laughs> in his head like a man looking at a pretty woman and Rand's like stop looking through my eyes and I was like ew I hate that yeah it like Hmm. gave me the creeps but it was like it's a good moment because then the humming stops and you're like that's awful yeah it's like that's That's um and so we have this moment with Barrelane where like Barrelane and Rourke are talking Rand through some stuff. And then he, as they're walking, well, he, first he asks about Egwene mm-hmm. and he's like, I want to see her if I can, mm-hmm. but the wise women are like sequestering her, whatever. And then he mm-hmm. hears the sound. And this is the section that we were talking about earlier, which is just straight up cultural appropriation. Oh, hundred thousand. Like just, just all the cultural appropriation. Mm-hmm. These like young women are coming to Carrion and to what they say is learning the way of the sword mm-hmm. like it's a spear. And just, and Rourke is like, this is disgusting. Like, how dare they, like, pervert our culture this way? Mm-hmm. And Barrelane is like, well, no one else is letting them do it. And it's, a, they're, they're just like, they're enjoying it and they want to be a part of it. And mm-hmm. he's like, they're just taking the pieces they like and twisting them, mm-hmm. like, straight up cultural appropriation Mm -hmm. and rand is like 
what do I do? I put Barrelane in charge. I have to support her. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, it's not that bad. And I was like, this is the least I've ever liked you. Yeah. Well, and, <laughs> and it's not even just that he's like, oh, I have to support Barrelane. He has this whole thought process about how like, well, the IEL customs are really weird anyway. So how is what they're changing any weirder than what already exists? Yeah. Like, Bro, <laughs> like, no. It's, no. it's incredibly, it's so funny because I think there are ways it tells me that like, I don't know how much Robert Jordan actually understands the stuff that we enjoyed several books ago about how there was this appreciation of pulling all these different Mm -hmm. pieces together and they weren't wedded to like whatever. This is, it's like he acknowledges how the people of the culture are feeling about it. Mm -hmm. And then dismisses it. And then dismisses it. As baseless, basically. As baseless. Although in that case, I don't think he's, I think it's, it's, he, as an right. author, he's allowing Rand to yes. dismiss it, but yes. he's acknowledging the reality of it by letting Rourke say his piece. Right. Yeah, it we remain... can't know, you know, what his actual, what exactly. the author's opinions are on. What but Rand's I think we can is. see that he sees the problematic aspects of cultural mm-hmm. appropriation because he put it on the page. Yeah, it's on the page. Like, what Rourke says is yeah. very much what the problem is. You're taking yeah. this thing you don't understand. You're taking what you like out of it and twisting mm-hmm. it into something ugly and unrecognizable. It is right. offensive and awful. And so he sees it. So right. I want, it remains to be seen, I think, like what I would like to see. And I, again, we don't know what happens is that this comes and bites Barrelane in the ass yeah. somehow. I mean, then you're like, again, okay, great. We can't have female empowerment without cutting somebody else down. Like we yes. can't have yeah, women. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like she, because Barrelane's reasons for like supporting the women are good. Not the part where they're adopting GFO, no, no, no. but the part yeah. where they want to learn to fight and they want to learn are to good, be, like, right? Yeah, they're good. She's got, and she's she makes valid points about how like you know, they're being prevented from doing this by people at their homes. Uh-huh. Like they have nowhere to go. Like, okay, fine. But again, he can't not make it. No woman can be powerful without getting cut down. I know it sucks because I know and this isn't the cultural stuff is right. Yeah. And like, I know it's not the intent. Yeah. Like I, I know it's not the intent because he does this so frequently, although usually it is women cutting down other women. Mm-hmm. So at least it's like, a woman cutting down a man but unfortunately it's not a man it is like an entire culture it's white feminism (laughs) I was just about to say I know that's not the intent but that is what is coming across yeah that is what this is like I was uh, you took the words right out of my mouth like a hundred percent um okay so there's (laughs) there's a bunch of like really politicky politics yes um where it's like Rourke is like you have to deal with this and Rand's like I have a million tigers I have a million of these weird fly like metaphor you gave me like I I have to do what I can do Mm -hmm. um he does have a moment where he says like I don't think the Shido will ever go back to the threefold land which I I was like whoa Mm -hmm. that's that seems like a pretty big deal. Yeah, that's a big deal. And Rand acknowledges like that is yeah. more dangerous than this other thing. Um, There's also this weird thing about fighting in Shara or yeah. Shara. I have a problem with Robert Jordan. You, we know that he like takes words from, you know, yes. whatever. And turn, but he's straight up put Kigali in here, which is like the capital of Rwanda, if I'm not mistaken. Like he's straight it? up stolen it. Yeah, yeah. Aww. He straight up stole an actual name of a real place to put in his vaguely African. I don't love that. 
yeah made up world like not, I was like not great. Damn it, Robert Jordan at least change the spelling like reference it but don't straight up steal it like come on bro it's oh, gross. buddy I don't like it what are you doing like Ugh, ups and downs yeah ups, <laughs> what the <laughs> our favorite and not so favorite <laughs> exactly. moments <laughs> favorite and not so favorite and then we hear a bunch from Ruark about like why this is important because and it's, it's all like Rand bringing change. Yeah, which, okay, we get it, I guess. I'm sure in yeah. like three books, something's going to happen about this. And we're going to be like, <laughs> I don't remember why I know this. Yeah. yeah. Um, we had another beat about a Seafolk ship. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that combined with the weather stuff, like some, yes. something's coming. Like something yeah. is coming. Big weather, um, big weather energy. Like literally depending on the weather, of course. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> wonder if that bowl's gonna matter um <laughs> and then we have this beat where they're like you need to see mangan and rand's like can it be later and they're like no you gotta do it now and i was team rand here where yes. i was like this is so fucked up yeah. that you made this wait mm-hmm. for rand to get here mm-hmm. because to me it's like like I, I I loved this section actually because Rand is trying so hard to figure out a way out of this. Yeah. He is like, but surely it did this. And this guy's like, nope. Yeah. He was just doing something I found offensive. And so I killed him. Mm. Because basically this non-Isle got dragon tattooed around his arms and was Again, showing it. Cultural off. appropriation. Cultural appropriation. But and- Rand made a law that if somebody murders somebody else, like not in self-defense, not accidentally, just like straight mm-hmm. up kills somebody else, they get, they die. He, yep. he implemented the death penalty. Essentially, yes. And so it happened six days prior. Yeah. And so that he, come, this man, this, this is one of the first Isle Chiefs who supported Rand. Yeah. He's one of the first supporters he had. And Rand basically has to sentence this man to death mm-hmm. because to do otherwise would diminish his uh, rule, his own, his own. Um, right. Yeah. And so Mangan, Mangan is not angry. He's just like, no. okay, you're yeah. right. This is what we'll do. And so he, he walks away and Rand is like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. you guys couldn't handle this mm-hmm. and Rourke is like Mangan's toe is to you and I was like that's bullshit that's bullshit that's, that's, that's a bullshit. lie you just didn't want to do it mm-hmm. and so I'm fully like on Rand is furious about this and I just like really this is a very personal way we get to see him having to interact with choices he's making yeah that he shouldn't have to honestly like mm-hmm. he should not have had to have been in this position right Right. Like so much of Rand's story is things that he he keeps saying it like I will do it because I had to do it. This is not something he had to do. And he was forced in the position by like weakness on his side. And that Mm -hmm. sucks. Yeah. Oh, it was good, though. It was good. It was good. Whew. Okay. (laughs) I did did laugh a little bit at the beginning of the sex chapter because Rand's like, are there any other problems you want me to deal with? And I was like, big angry at middle management energy coming out of Rand. Totally. (laughs) Oh, he's so mad. So mad. So he goes Um, to get a horse because he's going to go to the school. Yes. And this is a different school that he said. Yeah, I I was like, uh, that Rand is setting up schools. Oh, it's It's cute. It's very cute because he thinks about all of the knowledge lost and like all of the like 
um, things that he doesn't want to lose from his age Mm -hmm. if he does cause the breaking. So it's him preemptively trying to make amends for something he knows he's going to do. And you're just like, my heart, poor Rand. I know, I know. We do get, the one thing I liked about this was him actually being able to be anonymous. Like he's only got a couple of guards with him. And like people in Carrion don't know what he looks like. Like they don't know who this guy is. There's so many Aiel in the city that at this point, two more don't make a difference or however mm-hmm. many it is. Like, and, and, you know, him getting to have those moments of anonymity um, and how he like feels conflicted about it. That yeah. was a character beat that I actually appreciated. That's no, like I agree. One of the few <laughs> character beats in this section that I was like, okay, fair. I agree. I liked it. Um, we get another sort of like moment of Moiraine, very mm. pointed Moiraine advice, um, thinking about following the lines of authority. Yes. Yes. Uh, unless you need to take people down. Right. Um, right. he gets, we get all these descriptions of like, this is, this to me was just Robert Jordan having fun. Oh yeah. Where he's like, and then this person invented this thing you've mm-hmm. heard of. And then this person invented this thing you've heard of. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of cool when you think about the context of the world he's created where they came when the world broke and they lost all this technology. Rand is trying to essentially rebuild some of that before he can lose right. it again. Right. Um, so that was kind of nice, I thought. Like there's sure. somebody's like trying to build a flying machine. <laughs> like somebody's built something that I don't understand, but claims will make, will bring a new age when he makes it work. <laughs> um, and then we have this conversation with this philosopher named Herod, mm-hmm. who like is just like really stereotypical, oh, I yeah. think, philosophy professor. Like straight out of central casting. Like, it was hilarious. Of, I mean, it was very funny. It was very funny. It's because funny he does it's... not remember that Rand is the dragon reborn. <laughs> it's like such like a, it felt like very 90s to me like very 90s like made for tv movie in a way that I was like I love this (laughs) (laughs) like this is wonderful um but he brings up this point about the last battle which sounds similar oh sorry go ahead he is the one person that Rand I think feels oh, comfortable right, asking right, 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 right. about the warder and Aes Sedai yes. bond. Yes, and I he's forgot. like, "Do you know? Can you break it? Like, mm-hmm. is, is it possible?" And the philosopher's like, "Oh no! Like, not unless they die. Like, that's yeah. basically it." He says, "Like, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, nothing I've heard of." Right. And then Rand is like, "Do you remember the question I posed to you last time?" Mm-hmm. Um. And he basically goes on, he's like all over the place, but he's like, it can't be the last battle. And Rand's like, what does that mean? Which is that the um, Nicola, Nicola, whatever Mm -hmm. thing she just said, she says something like that. It's like, it's not the last battle, but he basically points out that it can't be the last battle because if the wheel of time, (laughs) it's you're on the wheel of time. We repeat this. Someone is going to have to drill a hole in the dark Mm -hmm. one's prison again, because the creator didn't do that. Mm -hmm. So unless you're resetting back to the creator times, just going to keep going essentially. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why would you put put that in the middle of this book, man? (laughs) It's already so hard to conceptualize some of this shit. (laughs) Like, 
Yeah. Right in the middle of this book, Robert Jordan is like, I'm going to make you reconsider <laughs> everything that I've been telling you for 8,000 pages. Right. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Like a headache just considering it. Yeah. Yeah. Because Rand, he, so he goes through this whole thing about how it can't be that way. And mm-hmm. then he's like, so it's never going to change. It's just going to keep going and going and going. And Rand's like, well, unless the dark one wins, though. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, yeah, that's true. That's there's true. Not, there's nothing we can, you and I can do about that. I loved that. it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. And then Rand's like, can you think of any reason to break the seals? Right. He's like, man, why would you want to do that? Nope. And Rand's like, I don't know. And then Luce there just like, break the seals, break the seals. <laughs> I feel so bad for him. Stressful, stressful. I feel like Rand needs like a moment of joy. Oh, there, he yeah. gets like a very brief one yeah. uh, in this Egwene section, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, so we switch POVs to Egwene. She mm-hmm. is waiting in the Sun Palace after having like gotten lost and refusing to ask for directions, apparently. Uh, and so she's been waiting for Rand and, um, oh, she's mad that like, she didn't get to talk to Avienda. Like well, she doesn't, she doesn't on. refuse to ask for opinions. She, there's a moment where she's like, the aisle, like keep running by her and just giving a nod. And she like, mm-hmm. can't ask for directions. Cause she goes, it was not behavior conducive to asking directions, right. <laughs> which made me laugh a little bit, but sorry, yeah. go ahead. Uh, so she's thinking about how frustrated she is that yeah. she didn't get to see, like, Avienda is, like, not friendly to her. Like, why is Avienda being, I mean, yeah. I think, I no, think Avienda is being weird because she knows she's in love with Rand and doesn't know how to deal with her feelings. And Egwene uh, represents, like, a relationship to Elaine. Maybe. That's the only thing I can think of. I don't know what else it would be. Yeah, I don't know. But I agree. It is weird. And then there's a strange moment with that Egwene has. She's like waiting for Rand in his corners mm-hmm. and she hears somebody and she's like, oh, is it Rand? But then it's Avienda's sister who I either forgot. Wait, wait. Oh, no, I forgot it's about the Soraleia thing. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. Yeah, there's this wise one who comes first. I forgot about the Soraleia thing because it was stupid. Yeah, right. It is. It's so stupid. Like all that happens in this section is that like Egwene is mad that the wise ones like Berylene like well there's that there's that beat and then Sorla is like well you're gonna get married probably are you are you thinking about a man because those hips were oh, made for babies she, like, blushes it's she, weird like Egwene blushes for a second um, and then she's like is it Sandwine that's strapping yeah. true blood I'm like what who so are bizarre. you no I know it's so random yeah it was strange. So then she, they have this then, like nothing yes. conversation. Yes. That felt like a, don't forget Soraleia exists. Like, yeah, okay. Like, okay. Thanks. Um. So then she gets to Rand's and she sees Avienda's sister, Niella, mm-hmm. who I don't know if we've met before, but I, I don't think not so. remember existed nope. at all. Nope. I vaguely remember a reference possibly to Avienda's sister very, very early on, but I don't know. But mm-hmm. she is Gaishan. Mm-hmm. And she does not want to see Avienda. No. <laughs> she's like, she'll probably hurt me for some reason. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I know Avienda will strike me till I cannot sit if Karkaran finds me standing here with his dirty bedding. When Egwene is like, you know why Avienda is being weird, don't you? Right, right. That was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Right. So then I'm, you know, Egwene is just sitting there thinking more things. She's thinking about Avienda. She's like, why the wise ones are, again, why the wise mm-hmm. ones are forcing her to be near Rand, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then finally, this, I absolutely loved this immediate <laughs> reaction between Egwene and Rand because I love Rand and Egwene sort of nice. reminding us who they were. Yeah. Because he comes in and she's like, Rand, you have to help me <laughs> get the wise ones to let me do what I want, basically. Yeah. And he's like, good to see you. I'm fine. <laughs> How are you? And then it's kind of sad because she's like, you look, he, to herself, she's mm. like, he looks so tired. Yeah. Um, But she kind of goes back to old habits, of course. Yeah. And it's like, you don't have to be, you don't, you're not that funny. Right. <laughs> Um, and Rand it, is like, you know, the wise ones don't listen to me, right? right? Like, he's like, they they ignore. They I did like the part where he's like, um, they listen to me, but only they hear what they want to. I realize that that flat eyed look they get when they decide I'm talking nonsense, and instead of embarrassing me by saying so or arguing about it, they just ignore it. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and then she like tries to like tempt him with Elaine she's like well I can take a message to Elaine if you get Amos to let me yeah go into Teleranriod and he's like how about you just tell me where Elaine is but this is fair right where she's like it's not my secret to tell I guess there's like I, this whole convoluted logic around why they refuse to tell no I'm Rand. I agree with you I it doesn't make sense in terms of like this the book like right. the the reasons for not telling when so many people seem Everybody to know. Everybody else knows. But from Egwene's perspective, yeah. her reasoning makes sense here because she's like, right. it's not my secret to tell. They have asked me not to say it. Well, and also she has this thing about how like they're trying to be a buffer between yes. Rand and the Aes Sedai. Yes. And the wise ones also actually. Um, mm-hmm. But that, that's, uh, that ship has sailed. So they're just trying to... Um, and then she feels like the Taveran thing working on her. That was yeah, really I did actually like that. That thing. was cool. Yeah, because then she like um she gets, catches herself. She catches herself, and she like calls to Sadar, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "You're not gonna tell me." Yeah. And then he gets a little angry because he's like, "Did you think I was gonna hurt you?" Right. Right. Like, do you think you need to protect yourself? And she's like, "No." Yeah. I don't think I need to do anything. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I'm sorry that I can't help you, but like, would you consider helping me anyways? Uh, you would totally be helping yourself. <laughs> and then he's like, cat for a hat, a hat for a cat, yeah. but nothing for nothing. And then she gets really mad at him. Yeah. I did like, <laughs> laugh about that. You put your cat in your hat and stuff it down your breeches. That was pretty funny. <laughs> that was a great moment. <laughs> that was pretty good. I just really like when they let them, like, he uses Egwene and Rand really well when he, like, lets them fall back into old habits and mm. then snaps them out of it with something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, it to, to less great effect sometimes when they yeah. deliberately misread one another, but I think yes. it worked really well in this section. Um, Although again, nothing's going to happen. They have not, there's zero advancement of anything. No, but I liked the character stuff. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, then we go so back the- to Rand's POV and he's like thinking about how he has to like think of Egoine as Aes Sedai. 
Well, we do very quickly have this moment where Gwen is kind of thinking about when she's leaving, like why uh, Saladar hasn't approached him. Mm. Like she doesn't know what's going on. Well, she, cause she hasn't been right. a part of these conversations. Right. And she's like, what is holding them back? Like she doesn't understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like, at least she can tell Elaine that Rand needs her. Right. So there's that. Cause he's yeah. clearly still in love with her. Yeah. Um, but okay. So then we're back with Rand and he, yes, he is reminding himself that, uh, he is, she is Aes Sedai, but we have this moment, right. Where he like, thinks that um, at the end of this beat, after he thinks about that, where he has to remind her, himself that he's like, at least she, you didn't let her see that you were tired, but she, we know she picked yes. up on that. Yes. And to me, that is like Robert Jordan being like, they are still connected, even right. if both of them are thinking the wrong things. Right. Like that was very pointed to me of Egwene being like, he looks tired and, and Rand being like, at least she didn't notice how tired you are. Yeah. <sighs> And then another, yes, pointed Moiraine um, reference advice. Do you understand what this next little no, POV is? I didn't here for? understand it at <laughs> all. I was like, why are we ending with Sulin? I yeah, don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, she's just thinking about like how she's trying to watch Rand secretly. Is it the focus of like because he's the only son of the maiden to come back? Like, is it another focus? Like, it's another callback to the importance of Tigraine since that came up. Maybe it I mean that's weird. as good a guess as any. It's so random. It's it like weird. that Shiraim random POV at the end yeah. of the section. It's like here's a another person who we're gonna hear from for four paragraphs. I guess it I should be strange. grateful that those POVs aren't longer. That's and have true. Happen in That's them. true. So. Knock on wood. We don't yeah. want, I don't want Mm-mm. pages of a Sulin POV, nope. please, for the love of God. Super don't, don't, don't make me do it. No, um, but that's so so I think we both came out the other end of this still thinking the way we were thinking yeah, and no. feeling the way we were feeling I think we've established why though we know yes. why you like yes. it and why I didn't like that's pretty clear yeah um I think we understand each other's each other's <laughs> POV in this matter <laughs> we'll see what the next section is like I guess I do think I mean I I can't promise you plot stuff but I'm oh. hoping I'm hoping for more good character stuff, at least. Maybe we'll get some Matt character stuff. I need to, like, resign myself to being happy if I get that, I guess. Just I'm accept clearly it. not going to get I don't think else. you're going to get the plot movement. I think from Until, here on like, out, yeah. we have to accept very slow plotting. <sighs> I think the best we can hope for is good character work. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> um, okay, okay, okay. So keep an eye out for episodes every other Wednesday. Follow along online at hashtag Tarvalinor Bust. Um, next episode, we'll be talking about chapters 19 through 26. Again, lots of short chapters. Lots of yeah. short chapters. Uh, I like it. I appreciate it. <laughs> I think it's just a deceptive move on his part because you you're still only reading 100 pages, but you I like feel like you've made it farther than you actually have. <laughs> I know, but the font's so small. Like we I know. can't do, we can't. No, no. Like we've been talking now, I don't it's know. an hour 40. I, yeah, it's, I've still we got can't it do here. more. We can't no, do we more. Cannot. We cannot, no. My <laughs> e-reader tells me that I still have 18 hours to go in this book. <laughs> FYI. <laughs> we are, we are, wait, what is it? 
40% through it. We're 40% I was, through. <laughs> I was thinking about how some other podcasts take like, do like seasons and yes. they take breaks, yeah. like long breaks. And right. I was like, but we'll never I was gonna finish. Say, we would, A, we're never going to finish anyway. B, I would 100% forget everything that happened more than I already <laughs> yes. do. I already Even when we happening. take like, we take one episode yeah. off in a month and I'm like, what was what going happened? on? I don't remember any of this. I have no memory of this place. It's the Gandalf gift. Like, I <laughs> no it's, it's too it's too much it's, it's true okay so don't worry we're not gonna do that nope probably not <laughs> anyway we'll just miss a bunch more episodes because I'll get sick again that's what'll happen yeah and deadlines yeah and deadlines will happen that's right uh all right also um a big thank you goes out to Brian Dunn our fellow Wheel of Time fan and a musician who created the amazing intro and outro tracks for this podcast you can find more of his work at briandunnmusic.net and that's Brian with a Y and Dunn with two N's if you're enjoying the show please leave a review and or rating on the podcast platform of your choice it helps other people find the show and we really appreciate it it's Really nice to read when people say nice things about you and True. and all of the time that we spend reading these books <laughs> and complaining about them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Do you want to go first for social? Oh, sure. Yeah. You can find us on social media. I'm on Twitter and Tumblr as Jen IRL, J-E-N-N-I-R-L. Or on Instagram, as I am Jen IRL. You can also find me over on Book Riot on a couple of their podcasts, bookriot.com slash listen. Um, and then I am on every social thing that exists that I am on at Run With Skizzers. S-K-I-Z-Z-E-R-S. And that is, what am I on? Tumblr, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Um and yeah oh yes also on Daisy geek girls where we are we just covered miss marvel and we're doing i think we're going to do the rings of power next actually oh interesting i'll be very interested in hearing what y'all have to say about that i can't i go back and forth about whether or not i'm going to watch any of it i'm going to watch it knowing that i don't know anything because i didn't read the sim <laughs> the silmarillion yep that well I can't imagine they're sticking too close because no. I read some of the Silmarillion and there is talk about no plot. No, um, it got boring. That's why I didn't read it. It was just yeah. like a lot of begetting. It's I feel like that's all lore. I remember. It's lore. It's lore. I mean, there it's are like, a couple of things that happen, but like, you know, eh. I just think it looks cool. It yeah, just no, looks fun. Well, they, you know, they spent a bajillion dollars. I think they spent significantly more money on Rings of Power than they spent on Wheel of Time. Oh, thousand right? percent. Hundred thousand percent. Like, yeah. I, and I want Wheel of Time to get that money. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. if they're going to spend it. But right. I am going to, I'm going to watch Rings of Power. There are so many people on it that it, yes. and it looks, the new trailer that came out today yeah. looks really good. So. Fair enough. I think that's, we'll start off covering it at least. Um, On Daisy Geek Girls. Oh, and then that's also me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also find us on patreon.com slash bust. A huge thank you to our patrons. We always very much enjoy hanging out with people in our Discord. And like we said, like people take, it, I like it when people have takes that we didn't consider. Yes. And like kind of like that, that reading of that scene, which even though right. it, I do not think it was intended, I appreciate because it makes it easier to get through the book. Right. And they tell me when I'm wrong, which is also good. So... <laughs> Slash, they remind us of like what what we've forgotten, which is also because we forget so we much. forget so many things. <sighs> so yes, big thanks to our patrons: Joseph E., Johanna R., Christina M., 
Lizzie R. Kate G. Erica. Kat. Ariel. Holly B. Elizabeth M. Ryan M. Zach H. Eleanor. Justin H. Fred. Robin. Lisa D. Ian Z. Jordan Z. Greg G. Saga N. Josh S. Robert J. Ben P. G. Todd. R. D. P. Footy. Ross P. Tobin T. Megan. David N. Ariel B. Amy A. Michael. Linnea M. Lindsay W. Julie. Danielle G. Dan B. John A. Clara H. Carly. Brendan O. Mary. Akil A. Caroline P. Joe E. James K. Mathis. Joseph S. Ryan M. Sarah R. Kelly T. Helen D. Joshua M. Michael D. Dre. M. Lethem. Janae H. Jennifer P. Christina G. Chaitali S. Charlie E. Arcade. Stephen S. James. Ruth A. Jetlag Jessica. Mandarb the girl, not the horse. David U. Amy R. Meridim Mimi K. Amanda. Mark D. Heather J. Christina M. Malia H. Keith. Sirius G. Olivia K. Joshua S. Nicholas E. Michelle S. Michelle D. Destination Toast. MJ. Kat S. Jericho W. Saber Bouquet. Thomas K. Elizabeth F. Emily. Evans K. Ola J. Yulia S. Brian D. This episode is not the ending. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the Wheel of Time, but it is an ending. Bye. Ha, ha, ha.